When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. Ten thousand layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the Ten Thousand Layups Podcast. Julian, do you remember the days when we said, "Well, if the Wolves win the next two games, they'll be six and two, and who cares?" Yeah, I uh, do remember those days. Memories, vividly. memories. Those are good, good, good times. It was just like five days ago. Uh, yeah, we were recording this podcast on a Wednesday night. We wanted to. We were going to record yesterday, uh, or at least yesterday, rather. But um, the Wolves the played. Well, yeah, they played against the Suns, the 9 p.m. TNT game. Um, which I don't know if you like, I don't know if you noticed this in the beginning of the game. Like the TNT crew is like sucking up to cat in like a weird way. And it was almost like they were trying to do like reverse damage control for yeah. how many mean things they've said about him in the past. Somebody got, like, somebody got they, the call. Yeah, where I was like, why are they being so nice to him? Like that this I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it because he's a really good player, obviously. But I'm like, well, why are they being so nice? Because these are the type yeah. of guys that actually don't like players like him. Yeah, I think they're probably they're getting told by the network that they have to stop like shitting on the entire younger generation of NBA players. That's, and I, that it might like not be good for the game that the highest profile commentators think the game is trash. Yeah. And every guy's just a thought. And every just guy's a piece thought. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well. Let's let's go through this quick. Wolves fall to Spurs. That was a big loss on Sunday. Yep. Then they lose to the Suns on, um, which I guess we probably kind of expected on Tuesday. It was a yeah, rough... but but we shouldn't though. You know, like, yeah. Anyways, well, I mean, let, let's talk about that. Like, for, like, we'll go through the Suns game quick. I guess like the two biggest disappointments for me. One, Anthony Edwards looked really bad in the fourth quarter. He had like three yeah. turnovers, and he he had like. He's he's having a few of these throughout the games, and I don't know if it's like spacing. I would have to like watch close like a little more closely, but like where like he will drive, and it reminds me of like the old Andrew Wiggins drives, where he drives without like a real plan, yep. and then he realizes that he doesn't have any space to go, finish. you know, to yeah. finish, and then he's like, okay, I'll pass it, and like obviously like Mikael Bridges is one of the best defenders in the league, and I think he had like two or three steals just off ant passes last night. So maybe it is just like an isolated thing, but um, I don't know. Like the fourth quarter where it was like, hey, Wolves are down by six. And then it was like, oh, no, Wolves are down by 12 because Ant just threw three passes away. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? 
Yeah. I mean, they got to clean some of this stuff up, but like, it's, it's weird because like, you know, we're like, Oh, well we kind of thought they'd lose to the Suns. Like the fact that we're already there with this team this year is like not great. Cause this was supposed to be like, you know, this is supposed to be a good team. Like we have to start, like the expectations are different. Like they should beat the Suns, or they should at least like, it should be like really close. You know, I don't know. It's just like, it's not great. Well, that's what I want to talk to. I mean, like, and then I guess, yeah, let's talk about that in like two seconds. The okay. other thing I wanted to like to talk about, just think the Suns matchup. Sure. Um, is like you have Aiton and uh sorry, you have Gobert and Towns. And like our big question was, will you be able to play small ball like yeah. against teams? It wasn't like, can you are you gonna be able to like match up against Bismack Biombo? Yeah. And like to to me, it was like you had Cat and Gobert who had like mediocre games against like, in theory, guys they should have like kicked the shit out of. This is always an issue though, like with Cat, and I feel like it's kind of an issue with Gobert too. It's like when they see these guys who they're like, oh, I should be able to dominate this guy, then they just like stop playing the offense. It's like Towns, twenty four points, ten rebounds, seven assists, really good game. Um, still a minus twelve. Gobert, seven points, nine rebounds, one block. He only he only had one shot attempt, which seems yeah. um, not great. Um, but also, like, go, I mean, Gobert definitely does have hands like feet. Um, yeah. You see it. And, like, Biombo, he was a plus 11, um, you know, pretty mediocre stat line overall. But then you have, like, Jock Landale, who, like, played 16 minutes and was fine. And the fact that, like, you have Gobert and Towns, like, you know, like, if you if you're like oh my god you have two all NBA centers on your team and they combined for 31 points and 19 rebounds against Jock Landale and Bismack Biombo I'd be like oh yeah that's not very good no like, it's very it's bad. not very good <laughs> you're right you'd be right when you said that yeah no it's bad I mean it's just like I don't know I was reading there's something on Twitter I forget who did it maybe it was PD Wolves um, or whoever it is sorry. I forgot, but it's like, basically like they do there. There's been so many, um, of like the cat go bear post-ups from 18 feet away. You know, those plays like, yeah. And I feel like that's what cat tries to do when he gets on a guy who he thinks he should be able to dominate. Like regardless of like the actual matchup, if like cat thinks that the guy can't take, like can't guard him, he'll just like kind of do his version of ISO ball, which is like trying to back them down from like the, you know, the free throw line. And it just always ends horribly. Like every time you see cat do that, it's just like, well, there goes that. God, dude, he did that last. I'm glad you said that he did it last night. I think, it, I think it was against cam Johnson. I was texting my buddy about it. And I was like the problem. And also cam Johnson, uh, the guy that we traded the pick from to get, uh, Jared Culver goes off for 29 points, but like, yeah, like towns definitely had like, it was like cam Johnson or someone, and he he kept doing exactly what you're saying, where he'd post up and he'd like give him space to like drive, and it's like you're going about this the wrong way. Like you need to like beat yeah. him up deep, and, or yeah. whatever. You need um, to like establish position, and then like, so it's like partially, I guess, the system that allows them to do that. Like Finch, I mean, I'm sure Finch doesn't like it when they do that, but like there should be like they should be able to establish position against those guys and then get the ball. And so if they're having a hard time doing that, like with these two bigs that's a real issue because if you can't get these guys, the ball, like it's easy to blame cat and Gobert 
Um, and they, you know, Kat does some really, really stupid things. I haven't watched Kubert like quite enough to know, like if he has the same like mental errors, but like you also have to be doing a better job of getting those guys, the ball where they need it and kind of preventing them from getting it in places where they shouldn't. Because like, especially for cat, like, you know, he's going to think that he has to like put the team on his back. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not that's true. Like you have to, you have to feed cat. Like he has to take a certain number of shots because he's going to do it no matter what. And so if you you get him in a place where he can, he can actually do, do good with it then like that can be a really positive thing. Cause sometimes we're like, Oh, cat needs to be aggressive. I am sympathetic to the fact that it's like hard for centers to create their own shots. But like, I don't know. He's got some of this like messy stuff has just got to get cleaned up and like really soon. I agree. D'Angelo Russell was downright horrible last night. Yeah, um, not good. Five rebounds, four assists for, uh, or five points, four rebounds, four assists. Um, I mean, I think Krasinski talked about this the other day. Um, and I forget whether it was in an article or in one of his tweets, but basically he was saying like Finch has to go like decide right now. And like, we all know what the answer is. Like he has to decide right now between like winning games in the short term with his bench or like getting the guys ready for the long term term with the starters. And like, obviously we know it's like, you have to get these guys in the starting lineup a run because you know, while you might say like, well, yeah, like Edwards and, or, uh, you know, Townsend go bear can't play together. Why don't you play each of them? you know, half the game each. And it's like, well, that's not how it works. You you know, like that's whatever, but it's like last night, Noel plus 14, Jordan McLaughlin plus six, Turing Prince plus six, Nas Reed plus 10. Um, Anderson was a minus five, which would have been the the best among starters. Right. Um, And I get that, right? Like, well, those guys are generally playing against the backups for the sun, blah, blah, blah. I totally get that. But like, that's been like, when, when you watch the Timberwolves backups, you're like, those guys have been winning players. The team is deep. Like the team is deep. The depth is great. It's like the top that's not performing and that's really bad. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Um, so we'll, wolves are four and four right now. Um, ninth in the West, you know, like I'm going back and forth between like, you know, I think it'd be easier if they were obviously if they were five and three and they beaten the Spurs, um, and they lost to the Suns, yeah. and we'd ha- be having a different conversation, I guess. But like, you know, it's eight games in, like, is this something we're worried about? Is this something like, you know what? It's a brand new team with a brand new identity. It's eight games. Or is it, I mean, this is the likely answer, right? It's probably a little bit of both. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of both. It's like, it's not a great sign. You know, it's not a good sign at all um, that they've been slow at the gate, but there's also like, as you said, there's a lot of games left, but at the same time, like you can probably, like wave goodbye to them having home court advantage. Um, you know, because like just this is how it works. Like eight, eight games is not that many games, but like, unless they like rip off a run and like really fix something, it just like, it doesn't look like there's a very easy fix to some of these issues. So I could see this being rough for like 25 games. The I agree with you in the sense of like actually watching the games where I'm like, Ugh, this doesn't seem like these are, I agree with you on the easy fixes, but like after eight games, the one thing I will say is like, if you look at the West and you say, okay, Phoenix is six and one, which That's like, true. of yeah. course we're all the like, West Oh my God, whatever yeah. Phoenix. But if then you go, Portland was five and one, we did not expect that. And like, we'll see if they can keep it up. Yep. Utah and San Antonio are three and four, or like they're both six and two and five and two. Um, 
and they're going to fall off certainly. Um, yeah. And then you have Denver and the Pelicans four and two and four and three respectively. And then you have the thunder four and three, they'll fall off Memphis four and three. And then behind the wolves, like even in a worse spot, you have Dallas three and three. They play tonight. The Clippers three and four. They play tonight. Golden state is three and five. Um, the yeah. Lakers are one and five. Like, I guess that's true. You got very lucky that this is the year that the whole league is kind of stumbling. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh my God, the jazz and Spurs are just beating everybody. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, so, I mean, yes, like that is like the, where, where you look and you wish that they would have lost, you know, you, you wish that if it's like, Oh my God, we lost four games. You'd wish it would be like, yeah, but we played the Suns twice and we played the bucks yeah. and we played yep. the yep. whatever it's yeah, I'd rather not be like, Oh yeah, we lost four games. Who are they against? Two were to the Spurs and one were to the Jazz. Like, eh, yeah, that's gross. But I guess maybe the the silver lining there is it's not against like teams that you're hopefully going to compete for for tiebreakers. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard to 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 say like how panicked you should. Like, this is the conversation we have every year, and it's a conversation we have when they're winning too. It's like the flip side of this is like, oh, how much do we buy this? Yeah. Um, and I think it's. It, there's really, I mean, the unfortunate answer is there's like nothing to do but wait and see. But I, I really do think that Finch is going to have to make some changes, like not like huge changes to the, like I don't think he should bench Towns or anything like crazy like that. You know, like we're not there. Yeah. This. Like I don't like we're not going to panic, but he does have to figure out how to balance putting his best lineups on the floor because. Well, yes, you do have to kind of figure out how the starters work together. You also got to win games and you got to start doing that pretty soon. So if the best answer is to stagger cat and towns more, like, I know you can't really make it 50, 50, but if it's like to stagger them even more to like use the bench more, maybe that's what you got to play, do. play McLaughlin more, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're like, what are not, those? Deal is not contributing to winning. Like he's an expiring contract. They don't, they don't have to do anything with him. No, I agree. It'll be interesting. Um, nice thing is they got a four game homestand coming up on Friday. They have the bucks on Saturday. They have the rockets on Monday, the Knicks and on Wednesday, the suns again. So, you know, not like gimme games, obviously you have the bucks and the suns, winnable, but yeah. winnable, right. Where you like, yeah, you should win a few. Um, I'll be gone. This is just a heads up. Yeah. I will be gone until the 13th. So I'm going to probably not be able to watch any of these games. Um, I'm be doing some pods. So Julian's going to do some pods. Crazy. It's going to get nuts. Ratings are going to go through the roof. It's going to be wild. Kyle's out. People are like, thank, thank God. Stay, I'm staging a coup. Yeah. <laughs> staging. That's great. Um, and with that, let's thank our good friends over at DraftKings. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball's back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN to make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We also want to thank our good friends over at Three Star Sports Cards. They're in Little Canada. They're in Bloomington. Um, anything you need sports card related, go through them. They're awesome. Tell them the 10,000 Layups podcast sent you. I've been going there for years. They've been freaking awesome um new product and i know like we always talk about like okay don't get the college product when you can yeah. do whatever like you know pros stuff's coming out soon i will say chronicles is always a little bit different because for 150 dollars, this just came out 
you get two autos, two mem cards. Um, it's, you know, it's a fun product. Yeah. And like you're, you know, for, like, you know, for this year, it's like your first chance at, you know, whether, whether you want like Palo, whether you want like, whoever you want, when, you know, you're chasing Chet, whoever it is, like it's your first chance at like getting their auto or like yeah. low numbered cards. Yep. Certainly like the resale value is going to be higher with their Jersey cards, um, like NBA Jersey cards. But like last year, I think you and I pulled, um, I think we ended up getting like a bonus card, but like, you know, we, we got like some low numbered rookie cards. I think we got like a Scotty Lewis, um, to like 49, whatever. Like you just never really know how these guys are yeah. going to pan yep. out. And it's kind of like a fun, like, okay, it's 150 bucks. If everybody that, that you rip sucks, well, that isn't fun. But right. if you get like, yeah, like let's say you get, and even, like the NBA is so weird too, because like, let's say you get like that mid tier teens guy, right? Where like every year it seems like there's a guy in the lottery where like, oh my God, I didn't think that was, that guy was going to be good. Yeah. Um, and like last year, obviously not in the lottery, but like Scotty Barnes. And then you go back further. Josh it's like, Giddy, like, yeah. Right. Like these guys that are like, you know, even like top 10 picks that you're not even thinking about. Yeah. Um, and then you go back like, you know, years, years ago and you have like, um, you know, Mitchell, when he went to the jazz, it was like, nobody thought he was going to be good. And it's like, Oh my God, you have his, you know, whatever, Jokic. whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Jokic, right. All these guys where it's like, just stash it and, uh, yeah. or, you know, flip it right away. Who cares? Um, but yeah, go, go check them out. That, that, that'd be my rec this week. If you're looking for like the new guys, it's the, it's the, it's the kind of the first look at, um, the new guys, um, in an NBA product. So go check them out. Um, Julian, I don't like we could talk about NBA news and like we don't have to yeah, go super long yeah. in this segment because I think we've talked about a lot of this stuff already. But like, so big news of the week for the NBA, kind of a new uh, a move we all saw coming. The Nets fire Steve Nash. Yeah. Um, of course, like Steve Nash, like everybody, everybody really likes Steve Nash. I think we're on the league pretty well respected. Totally um, comes out with like just a fucking classy statement. Like, just like, I'm rooting for these guys. Like, thank God for Brooklyn um, for bringing me and my family into whatever. Like, it was just like, just a classy quote. And it was one of those things where it's like, he could have thrown shade to been like, this was a very difficult situation and it sucked. Yeah, Um, he was not, he was not set up to succeed. And yeah, and like, we all know these things, but the way he said everything was like, yeah, great. It's it's exactly how like you'd want yourself to be able to react in that situation. Right, exactly. Um, and then they go out and hire Ime Adoka, who, like, just <sighs> he's suspended from the Celtics. I saw the news come in and I was like, "What is going on right now?" So great. basically, the Celtics were like, "Sweet, take him. Like, that's yeah. fine. Then you save us a mess of like having to make a choice of whether totally. or not we have to bring him back." So it's like, yeah, count your blessings. Um. And they have like the Kyrie situation, which today, like, of course, oh, in, in, in a PR bad. move, the Nets and, and Kyrie donated like 500K. But like basically Sean Marks the other day was like, yeah, Kyrie's comments haven't been good lately and his press availability isn't good either. Um, so maybe we just need to like let the situation die out. And like he's like, that's not verbatim, obviously, but you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what, like you you guys are like the I don't. It's like the evil empire, but I like know. not not in like a cool way, like a no, like a, they're an actual mess. They're yeah. an absolute mess. It's just like the and it's a real problem for the league. Like I think that this 
is going to be an issue um, for a while. Like basically Kyrie's anti-Semitism and like endorsing of yeah. these far right kind of fringe conspiracy theories. Like this is an issue. And like, we could have seen this coming. The league should have seen this coming. The league should do something. What? Okay. What? what because like what I, I'm with you, but what, like, what do they do? You have to like suspend Kyrie. Like if yeah. you really, if you really don't want, like the, the NBA loves to talk about how like they're a place where all people are welcome. And like, like think about, think if he had made like it, think about if he had made, like comments endorsing a film that was about like hating gay people. Yeah. You know? And like, I'm not like trying to like be like glib about this. It's just like, like all, you know, everybody, all identities and like racism, like should be respected by the NBA, but it's like the NBA likes to say it's like for everybody. And they continue to like let this slide and I don't think they should. And I, I don't know exactly like what you do. It's like a little bit of a weird situation, but it's just like, there's something very not good going on here and like something kind of dark and they really have to like get their arms around this or this could be really, really bad. And I just like, don't really want to see where this goes. Like they, like Kyrie is a problem for the league and he, they need to one way or another, like figure out a way to silence him because like, and I hate to say that because it like sounds really like, I don't know. You can't be like doing hate speech. It's like, they need to make I'm, him shut up. And I get what Joe said. And I get like Joe, what Joe or what uh, Sean Mark said was really bad. Yeah. Like, in terms of like, but he's like, not totally op- wrong. Like just optics. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, but it's just like from, from an opt- optic standpoint, you're like, okay, like they, Yes, like that's, but you're not taking responsibility for exactly, and that's what's missing. But at the same time, like they do need to stop giving Kyrie a platform if he's going to keep doing this. Like at the very least, well, and that's like the whole. I mean, we won't get into like the free speech thing, but like, yeah, free speech is great. Hate speech is totally different. You don't, yeah. you don't have the freedom to to do that. Like, and that's across yeah. the board. Like with, and I think there's a confusion there where it's like, yeah, you 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 don't get to like harm others with your words that you get the freedom to say that if you want, but like you don't get freedom from the rep- repercussions from it. And like, no, yeah, and you suffer the consequences. The yes. NBA is Kyrie's employer, you know, they, they, they pay him, you know, you could not, you could not do this stuff at other workplaces. And like the NBA needs to like kind of, and I think generally they've been better about this than a lot of other leagues that like kind of saying like, no, like you actually can't like do whatever you want to do if you want to continue to work for us yeah which is like a pretty reasonable thing for any job to say but then like i don't know they they, they're really kind of fumbling this and they need to like put their heads together with the nets and like figure it out because right now everybody's looking really bad and it's not just like what they're looking like it's like this is like very harmful stuff and they gotta figure it out no i agree and whether that's like obviously we know it's like lip service to be like oh yeah he's gonna take this class or you know you do the we're gonna donate right yeah. it's like the nets and kyrie irving are donating and it's like okay the nets yeah. are donating right um but like but that's like the problem with kyrie in general and it's like someone who thinks they are so goddamn smart and then they they yeah. say things and then they get called out and they actually don't know what to say after the fact like we've like we've seen it for four years now 
where it's like, oh my God, the earth is flat. And then it's like, well, I never said that. And it's like, yeah, you did, dude. You fuck like that was like your thing for like a year. And then there's it's like no accountability. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, like I don't believe in the vaccine and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, well, no, actually, I just didn't get the vaccine because I cared so much about the people that chose not to get it and lost their jobs because of it. And then, but then he switches this year and goes, like, basically paints himself as a martyr for having to pay all the money he did. And you're like, no, 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 like, you don't get to have it both ways. Yeah. And now there's this thing where, like, he's having that conversation with Nick Friedell from ESPN, and he's, like, backtracking, and he's talking about how he's, he's just like everybody else, but then two seconds later, he's like, well, no, I'm different because I'm an NBA player and I have a platform. And you're like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, where it's like, he's saying very hurtful things. And the, the, I guess like the old, the only silver lining in what he says is that like, he doesn't even know what he's saying. And that like, he like, he doesn't even have a grasp on how like misguided and hurtful that things are saying. Like, like do you follow me there is that like i know i totally follow you like like it's like it's almost better that he's just like a total idiot than like he's intentionally like saying all this hateful shit like i totally follow like that line of thinking and i think that like in terms of like a feeling about humanity like that is better like if we're to the point where we're like parsing like like basically hate speech to say like Oh, he just doesn't know better. Like that's like, I know. I know it, that's it, like it doesn't make saying, it. It doesn't like, make it right. Exactly. But like, I but get when you hear saying, him talk, you're like, I don't think that you it's actually just unhinged. Had a, like he's yeah. just like totally like not. It's just like I, I hate to like it's just not all there. Yeah. With him. And like it's obviously like first and foremost like I think the NBA totally needs to deplatform him. Like I think it's dangerous to have him talking because I think that even if he like goes out to the media and does it by himself, like the NBA can't be complicit in like giving him the platform. So I do think they should like stop putting him in front of the media. I know that that's like, you know, kind of maybe what he wants or what the Nets want. But at the same time, like there are people out there who will like take what he says seriously and then like no, do violence, But I, you know, I, and so like they just can't keep giving him this platform. I agree with you. But like the thing is, you know, that's exactly what Kyrie wants until it happens. And then that's what he doesn't want. You, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like, they'll say, "Oh, they're trying to silence me." But it's exactly. like, in this case, like, yes, yeah. But and the NBA right. has to be comfortable saying, like, yes, we don't think you should be able to be anti-Semitic on our company dollar. Yeah, and like you yeah. know, like, and that's not that insane of a statement. And I think if the NBA and the Nets were just like dealt with this in like a real way and were honest about it, people would get it. Like if the people who mattered would take their side. I don't think that we're like anywhere close to like people who are legitimately interested in the NBA, like boycotting the NBA to like support Kyrie's like batshit beliefs. You know, like that's just not the end. I feel like the NBA is like coddling to this group of people that just doesn't exist. Like that is not, those people are not the NBA fans. No. Yeah. Like we know NBA fans. They're like, by and large, like smart, good people. Who, the like, same people that are like, that are trying to support Kyrie are likely the same people that were, you know, berating Colin Kaepern- Kaepernick when he yeah. took a knee. Right. Like it's, yeah, you you're not, you're not actually sports fans. You you just don't. Yeah. You just like, don't want to like play to these people. And like the more they kind of like play this game, like the worse it's just going to get. And like, I mean, he is just, I know I've said this a bunch, but he's just like such a problem for the league. Like it's well, a re- it's it's a really really big deal. I no I I agree with you. Um, let like let's let's 
I guess shift to the the coaching yeah. hire. Yeah. Like we didn't you, even get to that. Like during <laughs> during all of this, right? Like you're two and six, you're struggling. Um, you have like the Kyrie distraction. Vibes are bad, right? All around. Yeah. I guess there's there the, the the line of thought they're coming from is like, okay, well, he used to be an assistant for us. He's well respected yeah. here, at least. Yeah. Um, he just took a team to the NBA finals. Yeah. Um, but then isn't there like another thought of like maybe we hire someone else as an intern for a year and like, let let this dust settle instead of like instantly being like, let's oh, yeah. bring on the guy who was fired for workplace misconduct into this, like already like boiling, incredibly dysfunctional situation. Yeah. Like that's really weird. That's a weird very thing to weird. do. It's very weird. It's like very cynical. Like all of this is very kind of just like, I mean, the nets have like shown us that all they care about is like on the, on the court results. You know, and like that's not unexpected because I think when push comes to shove, like most teams, including the Timberwolves, like would like care more about their performance on the court and the number of tickets they sell than anything else. Like, but for example, same, if like if Gerson isn't well, like if he's not disliked if, in the front office, if Gerson was like a brilliant GM, this isn't he's still with the team. Yeah. And like. So this is why it was so surprising almost to like have Eva suspended for this long. And then also like why it's, as you mentioned earlier, so good for the Celtics that the Nets are just kind of making this go away. Yeah. And it's so weird to hire like, him. It's so weird. And the players still really, really like him. Like the Celtics players still like him. There was like weird quotes from like Jalen Brown. He's usually pretty on point about this stuff. Just kind of being like, and smart, just Marcus smart. Just being like, we all love, you don't get, it's like, they're just, there's just like the vibes are off. Like in the NBA right now. And I can't really figure it out. But if you think about the, like, but let's, let's look at the Celtics, right? Like, yeah, the players still love them, but like the, the, like, but you're exactly right. I guess that's my my point here, like in in a weird like workaround way. Is like you have the Celtics who once had Kyrie Irving, and obviously Kyrie chose not to be there. Like yeah, it wasn't their choice. But he moves, and there the huge locker room thing was caused by him, right? Yeah. And suddenly, like the players start to gel together, and all of a sudden you get a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals that nobody expected, and then. They go to the NBA finals and like arguably ch- could have won the NBA finals, right? Yeah. Like they were they're pretty close and you have this budding star and, and you get this like coaching hire that you actually got right with, with your dog. And then suddenly it's like, they find out all this shit about him and we don't even know the full details uh, of it. And I, you know, who knows if we ever will, but like they do the right thing and they just are like, all right, dude, you're done for the year. And like, we'll revisit this conversation. Like, yeah championship be damned like we're gonna do the right thing and then you have the nets that are like no no no, we'll take Kyrie. um well like this off-season drama we're like not gonna fire steve nash but blah blah whatever and then it's like we're gonna let Kyrie do all this shit oh yeah yeah and let's hire this like fucking guy that just got suspended for a year and it's like oh my god like i'm not saying that like you know just like in life if you do the right things, it doesn't mean that you, you know, the results yeah. are going to like always match up with that. Cause unfortunately life's not fair. Yeah. But like in this situation, it's like, Oh my God, 
Like if the Celtics win the finals or whatever, and the Nets don't make the playoffs, it's like, oh, you can point to like just two different, two very different, um, you know, what, what leadership. Yeah. 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 What, what leadership values. Um, and one is like winning at all costs, even if it doesn't involve winning. And the other one is like, no, we're going to do this the right way. And yeah. you know, whatever. Totally. And, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, but at some point, like w- it also has to be on the league to step in and enforce some of this and just say like, because we have all the individual teams and we, we know, well, they all have like very different cultures, but, but at the same time, like at some point the NBA has to come in and say, no, like here are the lines about what you can and can't do as an employee of the league. Yeah. And, and so I guess that's, that's where my concern is, is I feel this is going to be a real thing for Adam Silver and like it's going to be something they have to deal with because it's not just going to go away. Like no. it might, it might, this thing might like Kyrie's comment. Kyrie might not say something for another couple of weeks and people will kind of forget about it, but he'll say something else. Yeah. You know, it's, he's not just going to like, he's not going to change his behavior. He has no incentive to, he's not going to change his beliefs, whatever they are. And he's probably going to pick up even more problematic beliefs because like, that's what he does. So the, the, like this is the league at some point has to step in and say like, no, like this is how it has to be. Oh, wild times. Yeah. Well, and the wolves are four and four. So uh, (laughs) maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe it's not so bad after all. Um, Okay. Well, everyone enjoy Julian for the next 10 days. Um, I'm sure we'll he'll probably put together two or three podcasts. He's going to put together a podcast every single day. Yeah. No. Um, and Julian, uh, thank you. Hopefully when yeah. I come back, we'll have a winning record. Um, Vikings, Vikings will win both their games. Life will be great. Life will be great. Life will be great. All right. Thanks guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next time.